0: Let me look up what it comes from. It's like carny stuff. Yeah, it's
1: a lot of carny terminology. Too. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. Did you ever do carny work as a teen or no?
2: I did not do carny work as <sighs> a teen.
1: That's one of us. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah a, I feel like that's a
0: question you only ask when you ha- yourself have worked as a carny. I feel like it's pretty rare.
2: <laughs> what did you do as a carny?
0: Welcome to WrestleSplania, the podcast where I, Kath Barbadoro, a wrestling fan, explain professional wrestling to my friend, Rachel Millman. Hi. Hey, man. What's up? Uh, you know, constantly getting rained on. Yep. Yep. Uh, as Actually, this is going to come out Thursday, so people have not heard the podcast where you talk about your woes.
1: Oh, my basement flooding! Yeah, yeah, that's not like a gross metaphor. This is a gross show, but we're not that <laughs> gross. Um, yeah, no, my home flooded. I talked about it on another show. If you follow me on Twitter, you've seen it. It's. I was gonna say it's fine because that's like one of my standard things and and sentences along with like, uh, but it's it's not fine. Well, it's just there, it sucks. <laughs> Your basement has more or less, you, you've taken care of it at
0: this point, but it's been raining constantly since then. So I just
1: have anxiety.
0: Yeah. Every
1: time it rains, I get anxiety for oh, the we, basement that you and Nate live in. I, we wake up at three in the morning, if, if there's a thunderclap now, and we just don't get back to bed for two hours. Oh, no. So I basically haven't slept for a week properly.
0: Cool. Well, then this will be a really fun
1: podcast, I, I bet. I am really mentally healthy and balanced <laughs> and together. Same, as, you know. as always. Anyway, we have a guest today, yeah. now that I've like set it up that way.
0: <laughs> Jumping into, we're all going crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited about this. Uh, we have a guest, uh, Mr. DC Pearson is hey. here. Hey, how's
2: it going? Thank Hi. you for having me.
0: Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks My for pleasure. doing the show. I feel like this came about in a very silly way.
2: Yeah, it was like somebody <laughs> on Twitter, correct me if I'm wrong, because it happened pretty fast, but somebody on Twitter was like, you should do Kath and Rachel's like, podcast, or like wrestling podcast, and I was like, I would. <laughs> like to yeah and I don't know if I don't remember if it was because I like commented or like liked some like wrestling related yeah content that you tweeted or something
0: yeah so uh I tweeted a picture i try like i've basically given up at this point because like i used to use just our podcast account to tweet about wrestling but now rachel knows enough about wrestling that like i feel kind of weird putting my opinions on there because she has them. her own
1: i know that i know the gag is don't sign your tweets but just like sign them <laughs> on the account but i mean also that would show off how much more you tweet on there exactly
0: I, <laughs> I like going i like tweeting on there with plausible deniability But I will tweet on my regular account sometimes with wrestling stuff. If it's hot takes. Yeah. But I tweeted, uh, I was just like, I know I'm constantly trying to sell everyone on professional wrestling, but here's a picture of a man whose name is EVIL in all caps. And this is what he looks like. And it was just that picture of him from the G1 press conference where he's wearing that awesome studded jacket. Oh, he looks so <laughs> and he looks, cool. And he looks like he's walking away from an explosion and it's yes. like the coolest shit ever. Yeah. And you were like, right. I think I'm sold on yeah, this. No, yeah, no, totally. Yes,
2: for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, right, right, right. Yes.
1: <laughs> and, then, and then you actually did, did the podcast. Yeah. Year. So here
2: we are. This and is, this is all like happening. kind
1: of cool for me specifically because, I mean, you probably were aware of this. I've been like consuming your content for over 10 years
2: wow sorry i was that's i was immediately i was like, like what was a i do
1: no that's awesome the but i feel like about. we're like
2: internet friends i feel like we're like twitter friends been
1: internet friends for like years um but i remember like the friend of mine who we I remember got, when
2: twitter was just like cool and then it like destroyed the world I not remember, really through anything we did yeah, per no se. not you
1: didn't stop not it either um I like you were a YouTuber before being a YouTuber was like a cursed word, <laughs> and like
2: yeah, that's, like, like the friend, made content that went on YouTube.
1: He was a comedian YouTube. that put
0: content on YouTube. Yeah, but
2: but no, but you're it is a weird thing where it is like it that has become like a term for like a particular type of like person who puts stuff on YouTube. But it, you're right, like you're not wrong. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah it, you it's are. It's just weird to think about. You were a YouTuber. Like, you just didn't like uh, do jet ski. Stunts or pranks. You guys never never
1: filmed a dead body in the woods. No, nor did we ever
2: officially turn to the camera and said, "Hey guys."
1: Yeah, which
2: you know what I mean. Yes, I've heard that the YouTuber, that particular brand of YouTuber, described by another like an actual a person who is a YouTuber as the hey guys aesthetic, which I appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> it's have like an, actually a much more accurate term than like vlogger, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, mm.
1: have you ever seen the, uh, the super cuts of every single like beauty YouTuber going, hey
0: guys. <laughs> oh my God. It's
1: like, I- it Hey has, guys,
0: welcome back to my channel. If you
1: had to like explain ASMR to someone and they had no idea <laughs> and you could just do a compilation of all of them going, hey guys. Hey guys. Because it is weirdly common. Like you feel like, okay, Someone's going to be nice to me if I don't know how to do something. Sure. Yeah. My
2: version of that is the video of Jason Derulo singing his own name.
1: Oh, I love that one. It's a really
2: good one. It's really good. The only problem with that one is it's it repeats after a certain point. Yeah. But it's like a really long time. So you're <laughs> like, I mean you were really, you want to kind of take the person who made the video aside and be like, if you would have just had it not repeat, it still would have been a really long video. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it still would have been like
2: the point would have be like, been made. Yes, yeah. precisely.
0: Yeah. But now if you want a 10-hour video of Jason Derulo singing you can his Damn you have one. So
1: this is like very this is like multiple levels of like embarrassing fandom, right? So, like, I'm a fan of your work. You were on my podcast. We're in Brooklyn, and it's about professional wrestling. Like, no one's cool here. It's, it's <laughs> great. I fucking love it. Nerds <laughs> yes, on multiple Brooklyn, levels. Brooklyn,
2: notoriously uncool city.
1: It is uncool to say you are a podcaster in Bushwick.
2: Oh, really? I'm going yeah. to put
1: that take out there. Yeah. I
2: told someone earlier today, I was like, I'm going out to Bushwick to do a podcast. And it felt natural.
0: Well, it is where you go to do
1: podcasts.
2: Right. It is. We are in
0: the podcast district of New York City. (laughs) I think
2: that, I think, yeah, the equivalent for LA is like North Hollywood. Yeah. Which is, the whole thing about North Hollywood is it's not in Hollywood. It's like where like the show Barry takes place. Oh, okay. It's sort of a very like, sort of like very earnest theatery like very, yeah, it's like, but it's, it is like. It's one of the only places in LA that's that has an, an arts district. Like it is very, oh, okay. it's very like earnest. But I feel like it's a lot of guys who are like, "Dude, if you don't have an audition, there's no excuse for you to not be working out today." Like those <laughs> kinds of oh. people. But it's very earnest. It's very success-y, oh, and it's uh, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful place.
1: Barry was so good.
2: I have I just we just started watching it. I yeah,
0: I've only watched, watched a little
1: bit. The oh, first two God. episodes, and
2: I'm really enjoying it so uh, far. But I haven't. Okay, yet. I
1: will like bother both of you about it when you're both done with it because it's excellent and i adored it yeah so like you saw this picture
0: and yes. you were like oh that looks sweet and yes. then someone was like do this podcast and you're like okay right. but you as i understand it like really don't know much about wrestling Not as a re- thing
2: really as we were yeah like as i was saying before we started recording like i definitely like because wrestling got super-duper, like, crossover huge, this, like, giant cross-cultural phenomenon when I was, like, at my peak, sort of, like, passive media consumption age. Mm. So from, like, you know, like 14 to, like, 18... A lot of it spilled over. So like when The Rock was a wrestler, and like Stone Cold Steve Austin, like Austin three sixteen, whatever the Stone Cold Stunner, like no, you're rolling, shut your mouth. Like all All these things kind of like bled over. All these things like bled over, and so I became like aware of them by proxy, even though I never like turned the channel to (laughs) wrestling. What did you? Or like there was like a wrest an N sixty four wrestling game that I think was WCW, but maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. That was, like, really good. And so it was, like, uh, it was fun, even though I didn't know anything about wrestling or whatever. So it was just, like, wrestling was so big. Ready to Rumble was my favorite movie. No, it wasn't. Uh, (laughs) I've never seen it. But, like, it was, I guess it was just, like, I I became, like, vaguely aware of a lot of wrestling stuff from that era that was, like, the biggest stuff just because it was so big. Right. But other than that, I've, like, never... Tuned in. And it's a weird, like, I'm jealous of people that are. Like, I know so many people who are like my age, who are like super into it, and like people that are still into it and follow it and go to like indie wrestling shows and really cool things. And it seems like a really cool subculture to be into, but it also feels like something, to me anyway, that you kind of had to get into at a certain age. Otherwise, you just don't, like, have that gland.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, like, kind of, if you're interested in getting into it, uh, there's a podcast you should check out. Right. Exactly. (laughs) That's, like, (laughs) a a thing that we're really trying to combat with this podcast because, like, I'm a pretty late-in-life fan. And and Rachel is, you know, like, the premise of the podcast is I'm kind of introducing her to this. And it is, it's, there's so much of it. And it all kind of shares a universe and it goes back like 50 years. So there's just like so much information that I think it is very intimidating to people who don't necessarily like... Totally. Underst- who, do- who are like maybe curious about it in abstract but don't know how yeah. to get into it. Um, so that that makes sense to me. I And there are like a lot of... Because you're a comedian. I, I feel like in comedy, like half the comedians i know are like wrestling people.
2: for sure yes
0: it's there seems to be a ton of crossover there um so, yeah, I, I uh, hope we can help help you learn something about it today. That
2: would be great, because that picture was very funny and good. <laughs>
1: uh, there's, like, so many different avenues I think you can get into it from, just because, like, it just depends on what, like, kind of makes your brain fire off right. in terms right. of your entertainment. But you can find something within it.
0: Yeah, I, that's what I always say about it, That I what I like about it is that... Um, you can kind of—it seems very intimidating to get into, but you can kind of appreciate it on any level right. because it is so like basically just entertaining. Like, right. it's a show. It's a show of people doing tricks. Like, yeah, it's so uh, immediately like arresting to watch. Unfortunately, the most accessible wrestling is not necessarily the best. So it's sure, like the easiest sure, sure. thing right. to see. I don't know, like I don't know if you turned on WWE without uh doing this podcast and would be like, Yeah, I get it. I like what I get why people like this. Right. Yeah, no, I do think it is
2: it is weirdly yeah, like that definitely has like I, I think that's what I liked about like that picture that you put up is it like was a real reminder of like, oh yeah, wrestling is just at its heart. It's like the basis of like putting on a show. It's like somebody's gonna wear a crazy costume, they're gonna have a kind of very simple, like game for lack of a better word they're gonna have a very simple sort of like premise to what they do yeah it's very archetypical and then it's just like fun and silly so it was like this guy's name is evil here's how he looks it was like this is great you know what i mean like in (laughs) when it's like so much of i feel like what we do as like comedians or writers or entertainers in general is like apologizing for something being innately like theatrical Yeah, like i was i was kind of Realizing recently like a thing that I've realized and it's, it's not a bad thing or a good thing it's just the case so many people when I hear them pitch like a comedy thing the first thing they say is like, they're like it's stupid it's so stupid it's dumb like yeah. it's dumb yeah. it's stupid yeah. and it's just like dumb and it's stupid <laughs> and like in a weird way of like almost like Disarming people who are like uncomfortable around comedy because they're a little bit like comedy is silly, right? I mean, it's very dumb, but they're also like they kind of know it's cool too, so they're yeah. like worried about it. So when you come in and just you're like, it's dumb, it's stupid, it's dumb. It's like a way to let people know like yeah, we know it can be like weird or somebody might have a wig on, but like don't worry about that. You'll still be a cool normal person if you like buy into it. Yeah, I like, like wrestling is just like nobody has to be like it's dumb, it's stupid, it's whatever. It's like you yeah. can just it's just like sort That's, of seems unapologetically well, to me. That. It's
1: the same pitch but a different uh intonation of like it's stupid right (laughs) (laughs) yeah wrestling is
0: that's a really interesting parallel that i hadn't thought about but i i think that makes sense to me as like a comedian why like wrestling is like it is so unapologetically over the top right and like it it creates this world where like everything is just like that and it's fine and good and okay and it like you're cheering for uh, a man with a uh, cornrows and somehow simultaneously Starbucks mom hair. And he's like <laughs> the biggest wrestler in Japan, and you love him. And, uh, you know, just and like. And if you say his hair is bad, you will get yelled at. <laughs> Rachel just, said I'm this guy's hair is bad. I know. I know. I, oh, okay. No, no, I got yelled at. I'm talking general, about oh, okay. specifically this man, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, who I'll show you a picture of. Oh, please who do. Who r- Rachel said that he had bad hair, and he's, the entire Internet got mad. At her. Beautiful. I well, thought she was saying it in the sense of like again. she wasn't
2: saying like bad in like a pejorative sense. It was it was meant to be disarming. It was like it's, it's so it's, it's definitely like, like over the top
0: in the world of wrestling. It is great hair. Right in regular life, it would be like a very Thank strong look.
2: But we're not being asked Thank to evaluate you. him on the merits of wow. You
1: should also see what he looks like because he's gorgeous. Yeah. So it's like this very
0: like wild looking person. Right. It's like superheroes. It's real
2: superheroes. Yeah, totally. Right. He looks like a, yeah, exactly. He looks like a video game character, but he's a man. (laughs) He's a human man. Amazing. Oh my God.
1: He looks like a horse. Wow. He looks like a beautiful horse. That looks like, that
2: looks like the third sexiest David Lee Roth promo shot. (laughs) Yeah. But it reminds me, as you were talking about, it it reminds me a little bit of of something that I've gotten into later in life, which is in general, like I was, I was, I was kind of into them when I was in like high school, but there weren't as many of them around. But like reality shows, basically, yeah. and like more specifically, recently in the past few years, the Real Housewives franchise, which oh, I now like. Oh, you're yeah, yeah, okay, great. So like, okay. that so, was how I
0: pitched her on wrestling. Yeah, page. yeah, like
2: my now fiance had been like for the entirety of our relationship, she'd been like. I've seen some Real Housewives. I really enjoy it. She was like, I think you would like it. And she was like, I really think you would like Real Housewives of New York. And I wasn't like super dismissive, but I was also a little bit like, I don't know, what is that going to be? Like, I just couldn't imagine like what it was when you yeah. like, watched I an episode of it.
1: just got... Our West Coast producer uh, into it by sending them a clip of the woman who threw her own leg off. Aviva. I love Aviva. that clip. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Which so is good. one of
2: the great moments, and it like really happens. And but it's the best part about that moment is the without. If I can, oh yeah, leg. for sure. But if I can like, it, without having to give too much context to it, is not just that she is it's that the throwing her leg down is not really something spontaneous that happens in the moment. It's more like something that she has like planned to like, I'm going to come and I'm going to prove this thing to you. I have documentation from my doctor that says like I was sick and I was this and I was that and whatever. And in case you've forgotten that I have a fake leg, (laughs) here's my fake leg on the table. Like fuck you. And it's really great. And just like the thing of like, she like clearly thought about doing this and then went and did it. It's not like, Oh, the, I mean like, I'm sure she was probably all right. I shouldn't say I'm sure, but, like, on reality reality TV, TV, often a lot of people are sort of, like, they're, like, actively given alcohol by the producers or whatever. And and so it's sort of, like, in the spur of the moment, they did this crazy thing. Like, no, she had a whole sheaf of, like, documents from her doctor that she had brought (laughs) to, like, I hope this comes up so I can be like, boom, there's these. Here's the thing that says I was sick and I couldn't go on the trip. And in case you forgot, here's my fucking fake leg on the table at a, like... (laughs) like one of those like parties that i can't remember exactly what it was for but it seemed like a sort of like new york promo event for something that was like for somebody's new like necklace line or something that was clearly at like at like 5 p.m in midtown yeah like you know (laughs) what I mean. like it was so it was just but it was one of those things where she kept being like i think you would like it and so i just like we never really got into it and then what happened was my dad died like pretty unexpectedly a couple years ago and so we like went home or went to where I'm from and we were there for a couple months and it was pretty heavy as of course it would be and then we came back and we were like looking for something to watch and it was just like we just got back like just kind of want something that's like I really like simple off. and whatever yeah. and we just like turned on the TV and it just happened to be on whatever channel it was on and it was a reunion special like with Andy Cohen for yeah. a, cur- a more current season of Real Housewives and a housewife who I would come to know as Dorinda Medley from Real Housewives of New York, but who I didn't know at the time. I was just like, oh, that's a Real Housewife. She said something to Andy that was like, well, as you know, Andy, this summer we've decamped to the Berkshires. <laughs> and I turned, I turned to my fiance and I was like, decamped to the Berkshires? And she was like, I told you, you would like Real Housewives of New York. And so we started watching Real Housewives of New York from the beginning and then we got, and then that was like the gateway into the rest of them. I from the
1: beginning. I probably Recommended. did like the most unorthodox thing that I could do as a fan possible, which is that I got into Vanderpump.
2: Actually, that makes sense, though, because it's pretty separate from the Real Housewives it's, franchise. Like, there's not a lot of it's overlap. It's basically,
1: like, I get... I think the reason why people like Vanderpump so much is, like, one, we love Misery. Two... This is what would happen to the Real Housewives characters if they had to face any consequences. So right. that's why it's an enjoyable mm. show to watch. That's right. Right, exactly. Because they're
2: like they're so much lower to the ground in terms of like
1: I love the early seasons when they're still in like shitty fucking apartments. And they
2: have to like they have to kind of they I mean actually pretend have but to not, work not. Yeah, their exactly. Like surf. they <laughs> Yeah, there's sort of a weird, again, like very like wrestling that the Real Housewives doesn't really have like a sort of like now with Vanderpump, you're like, Well these kids are kinda they're at the very least famous now. Yeah. If not like really rich. They're probably like they're they probably like doing okay. Of rich. Exactly. Yeah. Well,
0: that's like the the parallel that I think when you said like you you just want to look for something where you can kind of turn your brain off I think with both wrestling and reality television it's not even necessarily so much turning your brain off it's going I'm going to surrender my defenses yeah to a,
2: totally to
0: the logic of this world yes, that I know yes. is not real
2: yes exactly exactly and
0: I think like in both senses for both things like people criticize you liking them by going like, well, it's just all bullshit. And it's like, yeah, that's why it's great, because we've all decided to act like it's not bullshit. Yeah. And it's so fun. I totally. mean, I've yeah, said absolutely. this.
1: And I've said said this anecdote on the show before. Um, former guest Patty, one time was complaining to me that his sister liked the Real Housewives shows, and he was like, Oh, why do you why does she like that shit? It's so dumb. And I was like, Didn't you sign up for the WWE Network this week? (laughs) It's the (laughs) same shit. And he got mad at me, (laughs) which I had coming because I sassed him. But it's the same shit. Right.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, it it really is. It's just like, and then it's, and then because the thing I like about, or among the things I like about it is like, they're really good at kind of defining like this real housewife, this is her deal. And then this is this other person's deal. And this is, and then they're exactly. And they're going to behave like that. In a yeah. predictable way, they're going to come into very sort of like simple conflicts with each other and like pretty much like you said, like whatever level you want to enjoy it on, like that's right. like available to you. But you're right. It isn't like so much the sort of like the simplified, like turn your brain off thing. It's more just like it is a like simple story that's going to play out. But just, like, wrestling or, like – I mean, I shouldn't say just, like, wrestling because, again, I'm not a wrestling fan. But what it seems like with, like, wrestling or sports or whatever is it's just, like, I am going to choose to – or, like, when you're playing, like, a board game or something. It's, like, it's kind of only fun if everybody sort of, like, buys into it on some level for the moment in, like, a kind of, like, fun, safe way. We're we're not all, like, so invested in it that we're going to go, like, jump off a bridge if it – does. (laughs) but, like – but we are, like – we get – almost up to the line of being that into it in a sort of self-aware way that yeah. I, I literally now I'm like, I'm just describing all the experience of like art and entertainment. Like, you know what I like? <laughs> well, that's but.
0: why I think wrestling is so cool. Cause I feel like it makes that sort of, uh, tacit agreement that you have consuming any kind of art, like a lot more explicit because like we go to live shows, right. And, um, there's some stuff at live shows that's like legitimately like we watched a uh, no ring barbed wire death match like uh, two weeks ago and it was gnarly and people were really getting ripped open by barbed wire but also on that show uh, was like a guy elbow dropping somebody's merch in like an act of disrespect like he elbow dropped onto the, and, <laughs> and everybody and, Burberry uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody in the audience all because we've all bought into this world went nuts because like, dude, like like, right. it's, it's the, the internal logic of it is like, he elbow dropped the scarf, like shit's going down.
1: <laughs> he disrespected him. It's, right. yeah, it's, it's, or like, uh, this explore. other,
0: there's this other, uh, guy we see a lot, um, whose name is Orange Cassidy. Like,
1: <laughs> he would a, love him. You would love him. He's a
0: wrestler where like, he, his thing, like when he comes out is that he's like really hungover and he like doesn't care. So he's always like right. kind it's, of asleep yeah, or so, like. Right. Yeah, he just... Hits you very low. His slaps. For those of you
2: who can't see, Rachel is, like, very lazily batting at yes. him. Yes. Yeah, so, so,
0: when he does that, the crowd acts like he is beating the shit out of the other guy. Right. Because it's fun <laughs> to act like that. Right. And
1: it's like... And then he drinks orange juice and powers up. And then he powers oh, up. No.
0: And he actually, like, is a very good wrestler. But, like, just the fact, again, that we've all decided...
1: But like, like,
0: or there's a thing at, at wrestling, like if something crazy is happening, people will chant holy shit right. and like people will chant holy shit at Orange Cassidy, like brushing against somebody. And it's like, it's <laughs> so, rules. it's part of it. Yeah, like, that's awesome. I really enjoy that agreement that everybody has made that was like, we're all going to act like this dumb thing is life or death. And, uh, unfortunately sometimes it get, does get more serious and that's a different type of enjoyment when people are getting ripped open by barbed wire. I just but,
1: like, we can't have this episode be this, but I would love to like give more examples of that for like an hour. Cause it's so <laughs> funny. Just like DJ Z's whole bit. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy whose gimmick is that he's an EDM DJ. <laughs> like the that's perfect awesome. wrestling gimmick, right. but he has this, <laughs> I, I go nuts for it every time where like he will point before he does a certain move and then you'll hear like. And then he will like do the move And then inevitably somebody else in the ring Will try to point for the air horn Yo DJ, Uh it's nothing And it's like Uh a
2: perfect fit
1: I will not get sick of it Right? (laughs) Yeah, I think like the way that I would
0: Describe wrestling, and this has come up on the show Before, but I think the way I would describe it To somebody who is like brand new too Is that it's like, it's not um, A genre It's a medium, so there are like Wrestlers like this, there are like Comedic wrestlers, or people who have like those elements to their act, right. and then there are people who are like doing something very different. So it's not, I don't know. Like I draw a lot of parallels between it with comedy because like they're both live performance things, and that's what I know. But it's more like wrestling is to like speech as opposed to like wrestling is to comedy. You know what right, I mean? Or like right. because there's so many different ways you can kind of go with it. Um, but it all it all exists in this world where people are EDM DJs right. that do flips, and uh, I don't know, it's, it's pretty Yeah, neat. I mean, like,
2: music, is. <laughs> I feel like, is like that, too, where it's like, you yeah. can have a, like, band where they're going, like, we're, like, genuinely, like, the band that, like, fucking rocks out, or there's a band where it's like, you're like, oh, I think they're doing a thing where they rock out and they're aware of it. And then there's bands where they're like, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, totally. And then it's kind of like, but it is in a similar way. It's like they also might have an intention of how they want to do it, but that doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily buy into it for the exact same reasons that they're into. Like I remember feeling that way when I went to see like a mountain goats show and there was a dude there who was just, like, it was, like, one of the larger, like, the, the the like, bigger venues that I've seen them in. And then there was just a guy who just, like, anything John Darnielle would do, he was just going to be, like,
0: woo! You know what I mean? Like, where <laughs> yeah. it's, like, and
2: it is, like, a weird way. It's, like, I woo. I'm not anti-woo. But, like, it was very, like, he was clearly just experiencing it on a level where it's, like, he's receiving it on, like, a woo sort of, like, fratty, like, guy at a show level where everyone else is kind of being more like, I think what people would think of as Crying silently. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Even though you do like get pumped up and there is that, it was just like, oh, it's like, and we don't, none of us really have control over how that guy has chosen to buy in to
0: I I need to get this out. I hope these people don't hear this, but uh, I'm a big Mountain Goats fan. I have this guy, first tattoo, Bitter Melon Farm album art. Huge fan. Um, I was at a show one time and uh, a... These two people I know got engaged at the Mountain Goat Show, which Fuck I think yes. is so Fuck rude. That. So rude. She, the woman was like, oh, my God, the girl next to us started crying. It was like, yeah, because she realized she's going to be fucking alone forever in a Mountain Goat Show. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Apparently, it was First of all, it was during No Children, which is like so obvious and funny. Uh, Second of all, he wanted... I mean, I wish you all the best. <laughs> Second of all, he wanted... John Darniel to like do something, to like say something. Which John do, is which not
1: the type of guy. No, to he didn't do, do it
0: because he's good. He's <laughs> right. a good man. Anyway, I doubt they listen to this wrestling podcast, but fuck you guys. I oh still man. think that's like so stupid.
2: I think so John Darniel stupid. is sooner to listen to this than yes, they are. We want to get him on. So. That, would be, yeah, yeah. that would clearly <laughs> be amazing. But it is like, yeah, like I feel like yeah, it's I don't know. I have that that's a whole other thing. Like seeing him in him in LA is really cool because it'll be like when he'll have like a song where it's like, like he had that song from the wrestling album that I can't remember what it's, I'm blanking on the name of the song itself, but it's basically about like a sort of like really just kind of like ham and egg or like wrestler who's just like grinding it out. And it's basically like driving home Mm -hmm. from like their gig. And it's like all of these like very specific roads and like the area like where he grew up. And so he's like, I remember like he was playing, he was sort of singing the song. And it's again, a super quiet song. And, and he like, goes Whoo! to like say something like it, where he's like uh talking where he's like um he's like Francisquito to something like some like so turn off like, and a somebody Huey went Lewis somebody Pindeers. literally did go like yeah he's like Francisquito <laughs> to whatever and somebody goes this woman in the back goes like Francisquito, and he was like, he stopped the song to be like, I just have to say, like, I love that. That's why I like love playing like Southern California because it's like the idea that somebody knows that street that I was talking about that I like know was just like really neat. Where you're like, oh, that's fucking cool. Aww. That's like that was a good woo at a, at a Mountain Goats show. And then she got engaged. And it was God bad. damn it! Yeah, no, I know.
1: Like, I just, I'm like, people not get that. That's for crying about your bad stepdad. <laughs> yeah, that's what those shows are for. That's
0: what it's about. I just, yeah, I just. felt like it was like a real encroachment on like my space as a sad person to do that <laughs> <laughs> like, just like let me have is, one space this is
2: sad erasure
0: exactly exactly <laughs> this is sad erasure. it was Such years a- ago i did a bit about it for a while but it was when i still lived in austin and they lived there and i was like they're gonna find out if i do this bit <laughs> maybe i can bring it back now Sorry, guys. It's fine. We don't I talk anymore. I your
1: Netflix special someday. And they're like, fuck.
2: But they're going to make you change the specifics like, too yeah. much. We're like, I was seeing an emotional band.
1: And <laughs> I was at a My Chemical Romance show. <laughs>
0: and two
1: strangers that I don't know got That engaged. Actually,
0: this brings us back to wrestling, though. Remember, so Rachel and I went to WrestleMania. And uh, the, one of the big stories at WrestleMania this year was, uh, do you know who Daniel Bryan is?
2: I have heard the name
0: he so he was like a classic kind of underdog gotcha. like everybody loved him and it was like this big triumphant story because he's he's kind of little and he doesn't really look like a, a WWE wrestler so it was like all this the company was against him and he finally did it and everything right but then he had um, some he got injured he had like head injury problems he was like having seizures so anyway at Wrestlemania he finally came back and apparently, people were like getting engaged like during his like return, which is I think that's where to do it. If you're gonna do it, yeah. If you love wrestling that much, yeah. Daniel what? Bryan wow. coming back.
2: What is- <laughs> I like Just imagining somebody who's like sees like the lights go over to like the side of the thing, and then he's out there, and they're like, "All right, time to do." And they just like <laughs> hit one knee, and they're like, "Let's do this." Wow,
1: well, oh God, I'm just trying to imagine the level of goth you'd have to be to get engaged during the Undertaker's entrance. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I was just thinking, I want to get
0: engaged during Undertaker. Undertaker, it's like it's church bells, right. and like it's all black, and there's yes. like fire. Yeah, it's red. It's
2: really good. <laughs> do we want like a level? Four.
0: level goth? 4 goth? level 4 goth? Yeah. yeah how many I, levels of goth are there
1: infinite if you have to ask <laughs> if you have to ask I don't
0: know <laughs> Rachel told me on the show I didn't know apparently goths don't drive I didn't know I this I didn't know that it's
1: <laughs> like a common <laughs> thing for years is like goths don't drive but again
2: i cite the case of a mountain goats album i feel like on the most recent mountain goats album goths there's yeah. lots of song about goths so, so, southern california goths sort of anachronistically driving like i feel like yes. it's meant to feel like the idea of a car full of goths <laughs> in like very hot like la yeah. like summer heat is sitting kind in of traffic fun and anachronistic but also like a little bit like the extra level of devotion that you would have to have for that to be to like be sitting on the freeway yeah. in a car with no air conditioning.
1: It's a lot easier to be a gop here. Definitely.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other, that's such like a
2: specific acts list. <laughs> that would be like either
1: incredible or like the fucking worst to get engaged during at wrestling. In but wrestling? In wrestling. Um. Hmm. I feel like if you get engaged during Joey Ryan, you're poly.
0: Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like the Skulk. You could I- incorporate the Skulk into an engagement. Oh. They're like this crew of. There's this dude Ar Fox who, his basically his character is just that he's like high all the time and Great. he does a lot of flips and he's really good. Sweet, he's really fucking good. <laughs> but he has this like crew of trainees called the Skulk, and they just come out and they're basically like the Greek chorus of the of the match like they're always yelling stuff and like the one I remember is like one time A.R. Fox like hurt his foot or the guy had his foot in like a hold or something right. and one of the guys in the skull goes that's his kicking foot like he's all worried <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no I do love that though as a trope where there's like the people behind the guy who are being like
0: oh no or yeah. they're being like get him yeah, yeah it's like, like, like it's that but there's fun. like seven of them right.
2: another, <laughs> First, another Real Housewives parallel I often refer to Bethany Frankel from Real Housewives of New York as the best Greek chorus on mm. of the Real Housewives I used franchise to walk in general. She had a dog
1: in her building. Really? So I would, like, did you the, run across her? I would be in the elevator with her sometimes and like three other dogs. What
2: was the vibe? I did
1: not <laughs> test it. Yeah? Fair <laughs> I enough. Is it right, 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 right. right. Yeah. And I was just right. kind of like, you know, she doesn't want to talk just to me. Just enjoy the moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Kind of absorbing it. I'm imagining like the glow of a phone on her face. Is that, I feel like she's doing something on the phone she in the was elevator? Just kind of, like that's not a Staring it's just.
1: into space in a way that said, I do not want to make eye contact with anyone. And I right. respected that. <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and then I would pick up one of my favorite uh, Havanese. So that was fun. That was a fun Fantastic. day every time I saw her. What'd you smell like? I was smelled like dog the whole time. So, like, <laughs> I didn't, I had no sense of smell right. at that point. You were in a
0: sent. cloud of dog smell. A cloud of
1: dog smells. Um,. You That's know. the title of the episode. A cloud of doubt.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> do
0: you want to do uh, SummerSlam stuff? Let's do <laughs> SummerSlam stuff. Yeah. So
1: actually, I have a very rudimentary question for you. What is SummerSlam? For me? Yeah. Okay. So SummerSlam is like the big summer
0: uh, WWE pay-per-view. So I think around once a month, WWE has a pay-per-view show. Um, they do like weekly shows, uh, Monday and a Tuesday, Raw and SmackDown every week, and then there's a big pay-per-view that most of the TV storylines are kind of leading to, and that you either have to have the network or you buy it separately and it's, like, an event, and they're always on Sundays. Or Hulu.
1: Is it in Raw on Is Raw and Hulu? Raw, Well,
0: Raw and SmackDown are on Hulu, but yeah. the pay-per-views you have to have, you have yeah. to buy. So, um, yeah. So, the big ones are, like, is the biggest, uh, SummerSlam, uh, Royal Rumble are, like, the three big ones, and then there's, like, other ones throughout the year. But this is, like, a big wrestling weekend uh, coming up. So, yeah, it's kind of the supposed to be the climax of uh, whatever storylines have kind of been running since WrestleMania. And then it's not as much of a, like, restart as WrestleMania's. Is. WrestleMania is sort of, like, the end of the season, and then the next season gotcha. starts. But this is, like, your your sweeps week, I would say. Right. So Which do you
2: usually feel like is, like, I guess better is a weird way to put it, but like is WrestleMania? Cause like, I guess the, the analog that I immediately made in my head mm-hmm. is that I had like a few years ago started to, and I feel like it's usually a pretty solid rule of thumb. Like, I think it was, like, I started to realize it around the time of, like, Breaking Bad. It would be, like, the second to last episode of a season is usually the, like,
1: holy mm. shit
2: one. And then the, like, season finale. Even though you would think, like, that's going to be, like, where everything really right. pays off. It's oftentimes, like, some stuff is. But, like, mostly they're, like, moving the pieces around the board for, like, to set up the next
0: Yeah. Season, they're, like, they tie up loose ends, like, exactly, introduce exactly. new stories. I think... Um, there's elements of that in both pay-per-views, but wrestling also has this thing, and I don't think I've told you about this, Rachel. Wrestling also has this thing called the go-home show, which is the show right, <laughs> right before the big pay-per-view that like they sort of like get everything into place, and then they do one right after too. Gotcha. So a lot of it is like, like a lot of times they'll like do a big story on. The pay per view, right. but then like the guy will lose the belt the next night just on right. regular TV. Yeah. yeah. So like Because
1: that happened after Mania because I was like, Oh, we should go to Raw and everyone else was like, No, absolutely not. We've watched so much wrestling this week. But that's the go home show? I the go home show's before. Okay. Isn't that weird that it's called that? Kind of. Yeah. But I mean, the, I guess the ring is home. I don't
0: know.
2: <laughs> yeah, what is it? Sorry, what is the home of it?
0: Okay, so Go Home Show. Go I home found Show. it. Uh, the Go Home Show is it's b- right before the pay-per-view. Okay. And the reason it's called that is because um, so in WWE and sort of traditionally in wrestling, you have these televised shows and then you have house shows, which are um, shows just for live audiences that aren't taped.
2: Oh, interesting. They
0: work like... 300 days a year it's insane they're always always doing shows so it's called the go home show because it's um, the last televised thing and then usually there are no house shows that week so it's called that because the wrestlers go home
1: I kind of assumed but I wasn't 100% sure
0: yeah uh, and then the one after is called The Fallout Show. So that's when, like, uh, okay. that, so it, they basically set it up so that the pay-per-view is kind of like the second-to-last episode, I and then you. The Fallout Show's the last episode. Right. So, yeah, and uh, this will sense. be interesting. We're going to show you some pictures of okay. various people Sweet. and just kind of <laughs> ask you what what your thoughts are. Great. Um, I have not really been following main roster WWE for a while, so, like, I'm not super up on the stories, but we can probably figure it out. I have faith in us. I didn't even really try to pick like funny pictures. Like I really tried to just pick their normal. (laughs) These are their official,
2: like on file with the WWE. Yeah, well, these this is. I
0: learned a lot putting this together. Uh, Mainly that these transparent pictures of wrestlers like this are called renders, and like people get really into them. They're like, oh, there's like a new render of uh, this guy. So (laughs) I I tried to use an updated render. I really wasn't going for silliness, and it is yet still very silly. So we're gonna start uh, with our SummerSlam preview view with DC Pearson um, I, this is exciting because like at this point, so our show is called WrestleSplania at this point, Rachel, you don't really need stuff explained to you that much anymore. I love
1: having stuff explained to me though. Uh,
0: I love explaining <laughs> stuff to you.
1: Thanks! But now we have
0: a true wrestling virgin here <laughs> Who is going to tell us about this uh, okay. amazing card? So I will tell you this, and uh, you Please. can you can guess. Uh, one of the one of these men is named Brock Lesnar. Oh, I've heard of, of him. One of these men is named Roman Reigns.
2: Oh wow, I've heard of both of them. I'm really <laughs> proud of myself. Hell yeah! <laughs> that might just be from following a bunch of people who are wrestling fans. Who <laughs> yep. I'm I follow them for reasons other than they're wrestling right. fans, but it is that weird thing of, like by the, oh Twitter sort of does become a like a thing where I'm like it's like the thing where it's like. When it happens with sports, people then do the dumb tweet of like, "Oh my gosh, sports ball must be on" or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But like with wrestling, Uh, so I'm very excited that I've heard (laughs) of both of those people. Um, My guess, wow. Oh, this is tell. Describe the one that
1: you think is Roman Reigns. Yeah.
2: The one that I think is Roman Reigns. I think I'm going to go with that. Roman Reigns is on the left, and he sort of looks like a like. Your parents want to get you a Jason Momoa themed birthday party. And so this is the guy that they hire. And again, again, folks listening, I have no investment in any of these people. This is not a value judgment. You're not on, getting on signed to WWE,
1: them. I don't
0: think. Um, no, that is like, I, I think that is how they pitched Roman Reigns. It was like, we Um, need a Jason Momoa.
2: But, yeah, but also, like, he's wearing a, like, a sort of, like, just a bulletproof vest, sort of, like, early, like, you know, really early G-Unit, like, era, like, 50 Cent. But also, it's made of, like, the material and the sort of look that I feel like Michael Jackson was rocking and the kind of, like... (laughs) Post red jacket era, <laughs> where he would have just like a really like sleek thing that was like black with like gold buckles. Yeah, and, the buckles. And I can see that. And it in the middle, it looks like vaguely kind of like the Under Armour logo meets the Spider-Man logo. Yup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. a silhouette that I think is probably just himself in the middle, if I had to guess. Unless yes. it's like the like father that he's avenging or something. <laughs> um, and he has a full sleeve. Vaguely like HR Gigery tattoo or H. I can never remember if it's HR or HG. I think it's HR. It's HR. Giger-y. Yeah, it's HR. Yeah. Um and um, has anyone done that sketch like report to HR? But it's HR Giger. <laughs> they must have, right? That would be it's a quick Twitter. Right there. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> Don't let us near
0: that. That's a
2: good sketch. Uh, and then he has an armband and he looks like he's. It's like serious but not super serious compared to how the other guy
1: looks. <laughs> so, that is will, correct. You did get it right. You got sure, it right. Okay. Okay. From oh, ridge. wow. Okay. I great. will say that what's interesting about this graph is, is is about this slide is that it's an example of like what an okay wrestler's tattoos can be, and then the other man has <laughs> yeah. some really choice, interesting tattoos.
0: Yeah, this is really a goofus and gallant of wrestler tattoos. I think. Yeah. I, I really like Roman Reigns' sleeve. I think it's really cool. Yeah, which yeah, is it's also cool. it looks
2: very filled in and, and well done. Is, it's, that, it's tra- a is it
1: traditionally?
0: Done? I think it's yeah. I think yeah. it's because uh, he's uh, Samoan, so it's like. Oh, a, cool. Um, but. I appreciate that you brought up his horrible vest because Rachel and I have very strong opinions that he should re- take it off. He should wrestle shirtless.
2: Oh, does he not?
0: Look at that guy. Does he
2: always wear that vest? Yeah,
0: yes. that It's suck? like a
2: signature vest. That's interesting. Why do you think that is? Do you think there's like a secret reason? Does he I like think... not have nipples?
1: <laughs>
0: he probably doesn't have nipples. He doesn't
1: have nipples. No, I think it's uh, Vince McMahon likes his like big, beautiful buff boys. Okay. And he is a big man. He's a beautiful man. Sure. In Vince McMahon's eyes, he might not occupy that the way he wants. Uh,
2: the
0: rumor—the rumor I heard was that his abs were not up to snuff at some point, so they—they they put him in the they vest because he on. used to wrestle right. just in trunks. If you were oh, wondering
1: if a lot of wrestlers have body dysmorphia, the answer is. So, if you would like to describe the other man. So,
2: this I presume is Brock Lesnar. This
1: is Brock Lesnar, correct. And
2: he, I think, and how I... I'll I'll let you in on a little bit of my reasoning. And I was bringing a little bit of maybe prior prior, prior knowledge to the table, but I'm not sure if I was even right... But I do think, wasn't Brock Lesnar like a UFC guy? Yeah. And he looks like
1: a big pink ham, as you can tell. Yeah.
2: So that was what I was angry ham. That was what I was drawing on, is I was like, that guy looks more like a UFC guy because he's wearing like gloves and trunks, and basically like how he looks and thinking of him in the context of like he was a UFC guy who went to WWE, or I don't know if exactly that was the progression, but like he's a UFC guy and a WWE guy. He kind of looks like in Street Fighter, when there was that dude Balrog, who was yes. the re- who was the the boxer, mm-hmm. where it's like he's a boxer. He was a guy who did a like actual sport, but now he does street <laughs> fighting. I think because he like killed someone or something. <laughs> so that was sort of that's sort of the look is it's like he's wearing the this sort of like paraphernalia of like another like sport, and now yeah. he's like crossed over. Does he wear is that how he dresses when yeah, he that like wrestles is. now? And
0: i, Interesting. I was <laughs> Which is fun because
2: it's like he could have. He could be wearing anything from, like, any job, really. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. just being like, I have this other job where I'm a UFC guy. And and it could be, like, a milkman outfit or something.
0: That is, like, the weird thing about him is so much of his character is just that uh, he has another job. And he, like, his character is that, like, he'd rather be doing that job, but he has And to he's, like, vaguely this.
2: chagrined. He's like, yeah. don't make me come down there and, like... <laughs> He's just like, I'm around. just here for the money. Uh, and like, yeah,
0: kind of a thing. Also, Down to the fact that he's sponsored. Yeah, I was going
2: to say, I was going to ask about that. So he has a Jimmy John's insignia <laughs> yep. and also yeah. something called Rocky Mountain Equipment on his shorts. And I was going to ask you guys, I was like, wait, do wrestlers have just like sponsorships? Because I kind of assumed one, it was like,
0: right? he is the only one, and he has a Jimmy John's sponsorship. Do you and think
2: no he one was knows like, why. Oh, why? So do you think he was like I'll only do it if I can maintain these sponsorships that I already had? Or do you think like they're like we like that cuz other UFC people have that so it gives you an extra layer of like the UFC sort of like authenticity?
1: I'm sure the answer is out there. It's probably I would guess both. A little yeah. right. of both. That yeah. Um, cuz yeah, he's like a
0: part-time guy, so he doesn't uh He doesn't have to play by the rules. He just like drops in. He just drops in and and wreck shop. Um, I'm a little surprised you didn't mention his uh, horrible tattoo. His phallic (laughs) tattoo.
2: So (laughs) yeah, he has a like sword that is kind of like, it looks like the sword, especially the way his head is positioned in this thing is kind of going into his own neck. Yeah. Um, And then he has uh, some other pretty faded ones that I can't really make out. And just like really, is that, are those, I'm not uh, an exerciseman, are those traps what are those muscles? Like the like oh, shoulder the like
1: yeah. sort yeah, of yeah, those like, are traps.
2: Your shoulder is trying to bypass your neck and go directly to your head yep. muscles.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. a trap. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to cut out
2: the middle man. <laughs> just go directly to the head. <laughs> yeah. And he he's, looks very he's making like really It's interesting because I feel like just based on pure like expression, if you were going to be like which of these guys is being like I'm more of like a straight like fighter versus which of these guys is like a wrestling guy, he has the more sort of like quote-unquote wrestling guy expression on. Brock to yeah. me. Because he's yeah. screaming. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and Roman's like cool, calm, and collected.
2: Yes, exactly. Before Roman I... might be taking his promo shot for like being like a bachelorette contestant. Yeah, I feel like, a
0: little
1: bit. He's a hunk. Yeah. and there is. A, I will say, Bachelor in Paradise is up now. Kenny King is back on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, there's a wrestler on Bachelor in Paradise.
2: I do, yes, yes. Yes. I've seen. We we are not caught up yet on we because we haven't we didn't finish the last season of The Bachelorette so we haven't started watching Bachelor in Paradise. But Bachelor in Paradise is Get the through. most.
1: Bachelor in paradise It's like
2: cruel. it's like what the, it's like watching somebody like if you've known somebody for it's like you know what it is it's like no having known like a comic for years and you haven't seen them in a really long time and you mm-hmm. always kind of thought like they're really nice they're cool but you they're just sort of somebody that's like on, uh, in yeah. the scene but you've never thought of them as like a great comic and then like you see them after a few years and they're like they fucking figured it out yeah, like that's what Bachelor in Paradise is like is <laughs> Yeah, like, they fucking figured it out yeah. like this is what the Bachelor, like Bachelor that in yeah, makes me want to watch it's fun. it it's yeah. really fun it
1: just started <laughs> it's so good uh, before we move on I think a fun
0: thing to do also would be get to,
2: to also. Get... sorry real quick a reason I feel like just based on what I know about wrestling I feel like why you might like Bachelor in Paradise or what a parallel might be is I, it's a lot of people being like well this one thing I'm, I do like this person unless like uh, Ricky shows up and then there'll yeah. be like music and yes! then, like, Ricky
0: shows up. People do run-ins on Bachelor <laughs> yeah. in Paradise? I mean, that's the oh, yeah. whole, yeah, that's that the whole. Rules. We yeah.
2: should watch it
1: when we're done. The first episode that's is super really wrestling. play it
2: like, well, we were going to have to introduce a certain number of new people this week. Right. And so it just happens. Oh, weird. It just happens Oops. to be Ricky. Even though they're clearly like, hey, if you could say that thing about how you like Ricky. And then we'll, like, send Ricky oh, out. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, that's so wrestling. And, like, their heel work is giving somebody a date card. Yeah. Yes. Love yes. it. Exactly. Yes. Um. Before we move on,
0: I think it would be fun to get DC's picks on who he thinks is going to win, and we can see how accurate. Oh wow! Accurate yeah. he is. Oh so. wow!
2: I mean, the sort of like on a base like primal level, you look at both of them, and you're like, well, Brock Lesnar has bigger muscles, so you want to <laughs> think that that's what it's going to all be about. Mm-hmm. But then again, he probably only mostly knows about UFC style fighting. He doesn't know more about like. Um, uh, I don't know, other stuff, <laughs> flips and Share, shit. Yeah, flips and shit, exactly. So like I don't know. Sabotage, maybe he could get, knocking exa- out the rest. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like a little bit like even he's trying not to play by the rules, the rules might be baked in with him. Mm. Whereas I Roman, I feel like, could go outside of them. Who knows what he's hiding beneath that vest. So I'm gonna say for that reason, I'm gonna say Roman. You're
0: gonna say You're Roman's Roman? gonna win. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. We I'm gonna have s- Roman going over.
1: So the next ones are drum roll please. Brrr. Uh, I want you to tell me.
0: Oh, man, if you think this is funny, you are going to love what is coming down the pipe.
1: I want you to tell me which one of these men is AJ Styles. (laughs) And I want you to tell me which one of these men is Samoa Joe.
2: Okay, wow. (laughs) It feels a little bit like... A, oh,
1: this one has a cheat. <laughs>
2: it feels like. Oh, okay. Oh, I just saw that, but I would have, would have, I, I would have made That's this fuck. case anyway.
0: Yeah, I've had the fucking cheat I'm the tattoo. Cheat.
2: The, the guy on the right is Samoa Joe. Yes, and the guy on the left is AJ Styles. It really, most of what was doing the work there, I promise, was AJ Styles. <laughs> And, like, the hair just feels like a guy whose name is AJ Styles.
1: So, if you would like to describe AJ Styles for the <laughs> So, class.
2: AJ looks a little... His hair, anyway, and, like, a little bit the facial hair, look a little bit like... And, again, I'm going to make a Bachelor reference. Do you remember... Or Bachelorette reference, rather, and then Bachelor in Paradise. Do you remember the guy who... And his name is not leaping to mind, because there's a lot of names on that show. But he was a... um not he was a erectile dysfunction doctor and he was so like a little weasley guy who i think <laughs> had like I maybe even
1: didn't get into it until recently gotcha so okay it's an older... he i think
2: might have already been taken off the table i think he might have ended up in a like sort of bachelor in paradise relationship yeah as where they often basically do. it was like he was trying to give a clinic in like Basically the thing where now people are like, you know when you tell boys that like persistence is like the most important thing and like pursuing a woman that that's actually kind of like toxic and weird yeah. and bad. Oh, he
1: was a pickup artist. and he was
2: but he wasn't a pickup artist, but he basically was like it was as though he was just offering a clinic and like the opposite of that oh, where it was just like toxic. He was just like, like, was just like annoying speaker. this woman who, oh, who I, who I really liked, whose name I can't remember. Carly. I can remember Carly okay. because she was a cruise ship entertainer. <laughs> and basically, it was like she was someone where you felt like when they were doing the Legally Blonde musical. Mm-hmm. Like she oh, was like. Fourth Evan f- base? Fourth Evan. It was Evan. She was <laughs> like, she had been like fourth alternate. Or she was like, I'm somebody where it's like in the local, like summer stock production of Legally Blonde I'm going to play Cher and I say that with all due respect and love towards Carly we will put Um, a picture
0: of Evan in uh, this doc for Uh, our listeners
2: it felt yeah so anyway so that guy his hair kind of and facial hair remind me a little bit of Evan from Bachelor in Paradise and also Billy Mitchell from The King of Kong yes the, the, the heel of, Billy of Mitchell. King of Kong yes. um, like Billy Mitchell. and he a little bit looks like a guy where you would like you're like well I don't really know sort of like modern country music and you would be like who are like the biggest country acts and then you would look at this guy and it would be like he's actually a really big heartthrob and you would be like but he's not to be ageist here but like, you would be like he's clearly 47 like how is he like the big <laughs> sexy guy who everybody wrestling
1: so <laughs> yeah. but again but this you is less it. about
2: me and I think more about Clearly, the stuff that they're playing on, where they're just going like archetypes. these are like archetypes, yeah. like these are things we want. Like, it's like the reason that I want this guy to like wear a vest because he doesn't have the right abs. It's just like <laughs> it's all about like you immediately understand like the messaging of what they're trying to tell you. You yeah. don't have to see the whole thing or be like, no, 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 hold on. It's like you get the whole thing you get right the, away. You get the I
0: picture. Like. I do think it's very funny that we realized pretty immediately that this was going to be easy to figure out because AJ Styles has a giant <laughs> tattoo that says AJ, AJ on him.
2: Um, <laughs> oh, so, so and there's a a, there's fact. some stuff before it, it look they look like dates. Yeah.
1: So a fun fact for you is when we did an episode on AJ Styles, I thought initially that the tattoos were, were his initials and like important matches that he won.
2: That would that's what I assumed, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, I'm I got crazy. I feel like
0: it, the real reason is even weirder, which is it's his kids' birth dates, which is not oh, that weird. Okay. It's not that's not that's weird. Mean. The weird thing is that all of his kids have the initials AJ. They're
2: all oh George wow! Formans. So I was gonna say, yeah, they're like all George, George Forman Formans, fan. yeah. Oh, okay, that's pretty kind of weird.
0: weird. Also, he's a flat earther, <laughs> Damn so it. Damn okay. It. Well,
2: that's really funny that you say that because I was gonna make a joke about like it looks like maybe the dates are things like it's part of a conspiracy theory that he's trying to propagate where he's like these dates google them whatever like it didn't actually I happen that way or, or whatever
0: uh, at troops are light.
2: massing on the border or like you, know, like, <laughs> you look at these John Podesta's emails um, like it does it, like looked a little bit like that so to learn and he's really like a conspiracy theory. I was gonna, gonna like, ask it's really at funny.
1: the end it was like which of these men do you think a and is that there? part sorry, of his yeah.
2: is that like part of his like sort of like persona in no. wrestling or that's no. like he's just on the side he's like, like propagating it's
0: su- it actually sucks because he's like a really really good wrestler oh. and he he plays like a, a baby face pretty well right but like in his real life he's like a he's like a cartoon redneck like just
2: god gotcha. very Which is, oh, homophobic wow. like huh.
1: not shitty cool. about muslims yeah yeah and that's also wild. Flat earth.
2: <laughs> but it is weird like flat earth does seem to be like this weird like it's not necessarily a conspiracy theory that knows any sort of like age, race, gender, or political <laughs> affiliation. Sure. Cause like the remember that rapper B.O.B. B. from like five years ago? Yeah. Like yeah. He's a flat earther. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's like a huge Republican or conservative or anything like that or anti Muslim. It's just like All I feel like there's people certain people are where it's a little bit they're, where they're just like it's like almost like they're in a store of conspiracy theories and then they get to the checkout and they're like should i get flat earth okay i'll get flat (laughs) Earth." you know what i mean like it's a weird like it's just like a lot of people end up getting flat earth on their way out of like the conspiracy store i guess i don't know if bob is otherwise a conspiracy theorist also aj's pants look vaguely tactical like a little Mm. bit or like or they look like just the bottom half of a superhero outfit if that makes any sense that
1: does make sense yeah now, uh, the other man,
2: Samoa Joe, Samoa, Samoa Joe,
0: How one of my favorite you, wrestling names. I so, just got to put that out there.
1: Excellent name. Love it. How would you describe Samoa Joe? I
2: would describe Samoa Joe. So I'm knowing I'm noticing a preponderance of like armbands. Mm-hmm. like a lot of people wearing like these like elbow bands. AJ has one as well. It seems like and they I'm assuming it's so you can do like elbow stuff and not get hurt Elbow. that sounds like a sex thing now but like <laughs> but like that you can like yeah that you can like i don't know elbow drop people what yeah, are moves i don't know okay move. great sweet yeah. okay cool um and or maybe it's to like call visual attention to your elbow i don't know it's a little <laughs> i'm not sure but um he's got one of those as well he's got a towel around his neck um he's got a what looks like a little chin beard um and then he's got red he like has like circus sort of like kind of circus tent. y or not really circus tent, more like I will call them harlequin harlequin shorts. Yep. Yeah. Harlequin yep. colors. That's what I would say. Uh and um pretty extensive like I guess leggings? <laughs> um and yeah, he he looks uh he looks like he's sort of a little bit giving me like kind of like old-timey wrestler a little bit, like mm-hmm. the way his pants are pulled up and his overall physique kind of feels like when you would see a thing that was like boxing men of the, what, where it's like guys didn't have that like amazing sort of like Zack Snyder, Batman-esque like bodies like back yeah. in the day, but they would be like strong men, but they have what would now be sort of like colloquially referred to as like a dad bod. Yeah. That's sort of what I'm getting from uh, from Samoa Joe.
1: The, there's not a lot of body discrepancy, right? But there is any at all, and it's there's cool. more
0: than someone who doesn't watch would maybe
1: think. Yeah, R- and it's oh, like we yeah. just we really enjoy. We'll see some other people in here too that you, you can see power this. in all shapes, and that's right. just like very cool to us. That's
2: cool. It um, all it remi- kind of reminds me a little bit of like um, my writing partners and I have been w- trying to w- we've been working on this like animated project or like trying to sell this like animated movie, and. One of the, we've been talking to, like, animation people and animation directors and whatever. We've been working with this, like, animation director who, like, said a really cool thing that I didn't know was a thing. But, like, I thought was neat, which was, like, that animation characters should be able to pass what he called, like, the silhouette test. Whereas if you Mm. only saw them, if you took away all visual information other than their silhouette, you should still be able to, like, pick all of them out. And be like, this person is this. This this person's that character. Just based on that. That's really interesting. And so I feel like it's, like, so far anyway, like... I think pretty much all of them would pass that, whether it's like because of AJ and his hair, or just Samoa Joe because yeah. his overall like stockier physique. Like I feel like you would, they would all pass the silhouette test so far. Like if you had yeah. just the the profile, you'd be like, oh, that's Brock, that's AJ, that's whatever. Which again goes back to the sort of like archetypical.
1: Thing. Yeah. So I I by that right. rule, Danny DeVito should be a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do they not have a Danny DeVito-shaped wrestler? I feel like they're missing out.
0: I feel like they're like—I mean—they're the mini Estrellas in Lucha. Yeah, they're yeah. Masquerita Sagrada kind of uh, Danny Devito shaped. Yeah, oh, he's uh, a little uh, little person wrestler in Lucha Underground. He's who pretty cool. Fucking kicks he rules.
1: ass. Rules. <laughs> so anyway, you were correcting your labeling of Great. them. Okay. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win?
2: <sighs> AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Um. I mean, maybe this is just because like Samoa Joe feels like a like sort of like a almost a like jokey or like it sounds very old fashioned or like it sounds like an old song or something. You Mm. know what I mean? Like from from back in the day or something. Um, I my guess would be that maybe he that it based on just like the name AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe that AJ Styles is positioned more as the sort of like hero guy. Like, I don't know if he's like a good guy or bad guy, but it Mm. feels like he's supposed to be a face. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, good okay, job. Great. Yes. Um and then then the Samoa Joe is maybe more like I don't know, I'm not necessarily getting like villain from him, but just because of the sort of like name and like what he's wearing and everything like that, like I might be getting more sort of like he's a like beloved character but not necessarily like the main guy.
0: Yeah, I yeah. would say he's like he's like a bruiser. He's right. like a badass. Right. He's a yeah, like he's a heel, but he's not a heel because he's hated. He's just right. like a no nonsense kind of fuck you kind of dude.
2: It kind of There's feels kind like, of, yeah.
1: like a legendary clip of him like beating someone so hard that their skull is showing. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he yeah. Means business. Another has he friend been that,
2: around sorry, he's just real quick, has he been around for a long time? Because I feel like the name like rings yep. a bell. Yeah. And it also feels very kind of old fashioned, like in a weird way of like, we're kind of putting this guy's like ethnic origin in, <laughs> yeah. i mean, I don't know if, if he is actually samoan but like we're putting it in like the n- name of his character feels a little bit like kind of yeah old it, to me
0: well the the thing that is interesting about this too is like these two guys particularly have fought for like a decade like oh, in, wow. different, in different promotions oh, because really? like they haven't really done this in wwe all that much yet oh. this feud but like they worked in a promotion called Ring of Honor together. They worked okay. in a promotion called Impact together. So, like right. these two guys know each other really, really well. Did oh, they fight cool. in New Japan or no? I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't think Samoa Joe did I, New Japan. But, I wasn't
1: hundred percent sure on
0: that. But they so. were. They were both in Impact at the same time and were like a really big deal in Impact. So cool. It's probably going to be really good. Um, but it, wrestling, like I wanted to bring that up because I do think another thing that's kind of cool about wrestling is there are these like sort of crossover meta-textual things where you have like these two guys like oh it's this amazing feud but the fans know like we've seen this before we've seen what these people can do it's going to be really good. That's awesome.
2: Oh that's really neat. And then then it also makes me think that they're like just as like artists I guess that they like know each other and are sort of like friends and that's always kind of
1: probably like excited to collaborate. Yeah. Yeah. Right exactly. Oh that's neat. So who do you think is going to win?
2: Um... I mean, I'm guessing unless like they're like, we really like this to be a longer term thing. My guess would be AJ just because okay. I feel like he's set up to be like the good guy's going to yeah. win or whatever. But, and like just in terms of what you were saying, like them like paying off storylines. But I feel like if they want to do a longer thing, then I feel like you would have Samoa Joe win. Mm. So mm. I guess I guess AJ just based on the him being the hero. And like that seems like 51 yeah. percent. Worth yeah. Like like it's worth betting on. So yeah. that's what I'll go with.
1: That's a very good call. Uh you also I think you would like AJ's entrance theme. <gasps> oh, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> he comes out to uh like
0: southern white guy rap
2: sure like it's, like, it the, it's like, like
0: Bubba Sparks oh, I was, it's oh, like oh,
2: right on. <laughs> it's oh the, that's cool that's cooler than is I assumed. Like, is
0: like they don't want no nope they don't want no right. nope it's really good <laughs> it's very good <laughs> got
2: fired from the ATV dealership yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it wasn't making my quotas them. yeah
0: I like uh, <laughs> Samoa Joe's theme too good themes in this match yes So this is the end of our uh, first half of our episode with our guest DC Pearson. Uh, You get a little free preview on the uh, regular feed. The rest of the episode is up on our Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash RussellSplania. We will be... Uh, releasing a full episode next week you know back to normal twitter.com slash Russell Splania Russell Splania at gmail.com all the usual stuff DC where can people find you
2: Um, I'm on twitter.com slash DC Pearson so that's where you just subscribe to that and then just get so much plugging I mean not really but just that's where you can like (laughs) then get plugs subscribe to the plugs in perpetuity but also (laughs) jokes you don't plug Um, that much
0: no DC has a good Twitter yeah DC has a very good Twitter (laughs) oh
2: thanks guys Um, and the price is definitely right Um, and then I've written two books. One is called The Boy Who Couldn't Sleep and Never Had To. The other is called Crap Kingdom. They're both like coming of age sci-fi adventures or fantasy adventure in the case of Crap Kingdom. So if that sounds like something you would be into or somebody that you know would be into, uh, get them. And that's it.
0: Cool. And uh, if you want to hear DC do all those plugs again, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> yes. Like
2: a slightly different version. <laughs> yeah. It's like a real, like it's like a sort of like a demo where you're like, oh, they did this really cool, yeah. like sort of like extended solo, like jammy solo.
0: <laughs> yeah. Behind the for scenes.
2: plug connoisseurs.
0: All right. So thanks guys. Let's talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.